Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. <laughs> تجري من تحت من النهار يحلون فيها من أسافر من ذهب. So now the Quran mentioned about the people who believe, about the people who listen to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, obey Him, and they do good deeds. The rewards for them actually is amazing. You know, just think really that you have a life, you know, in in neighborhood of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah will be your neighbor in His neighborhood. Angels will be around you, pious people around you, and you know, and space as much as you want. And whatever you want to eat, whatever you want to eat and drink, and as you want to live, you know, in this world you did what what pleases your Lord. In the hereafter, Allah will do what pleases you. All the enjoyment that in you know in this world, in this whole earth is not enough even to to uh, you know please one person. Ask to desire even one person desire is much bigger than the whole earth. This earth is not enough for one person. This earth really. So why, you know, why, why, why should I spend so much time in desire? One best thing is sacrifice the desire, and you get a paradise, which really is place of your desire. Whatever you desire, you get there. Quran says, "Fiha maat ashtahil anfus." In paradise, people get whatever they desire. The Prophet said, "Fiha mala ainun raat, wala odun samiat, wala khatar ala qalb bashar." In paradise, are things which no eye has seen, no ever has heard about it. And nobody can imagine. You know, the amazing thing about paradise in this world: any ease comes, any comfort comes, they go. They never remain. You know, you buy a palace, you live anywhere. Always the fear is one day you die, you leave them behind. The paradise is a place which never leaves you, and you never leave it. In this world, whatever you get, you know, you leave it, or the things leave you. But a paradise never leaves you, and you never leave. Once you enter paradise, you live there forever. The Quran says, "Ulai karham jannat wadin." For them, those people, for them, are gardens of eternity, eternal gardens. They want to live forever. Tajri min tahtim nahar, underneath of their feet, will be running, flowing the rivers, and the rivers, you know, the water will be there for so many types. Pure water, you know, and also water with different types, and also rivers from the milk. If you want milk, you know, milk there. If you want, you want to have wine, there will be wine, no harm. They can have also rivers from honey, honey, wine, water, milk, and you know water for so many different types. The people to drink whatever like. You halal na fiha min asar mirdab. This is your space, but your own body will be adorned with. You know you here. You know Muslims live in in rough clothes and all those things. They worship the Lord. They are so humble, but thereafter, beauty in their in their body. In the this world, gold is forbidden for the Muslims for men. Men can have silk, so many you know things, so many restriction. But hereafter, all the freedom. You halal na fiha min asar min dhab. You halal you halal na is from the word tahliya. Tahliya means adorn, adornment. Anything that adorn you, tahliya means to adorn someone. You halal na they will be adorned min asar min dhab by the you know with the bracelets from the gold, golden bracelets. The people give them you know. No doubt, really. If people don't wear gold, so for them, it's something you know, they don't think really how can be pleasing. But no doubt, you know, the the hereafter is different matter. 
the you know, these things which are adornment for in this world, it will be for the rich people will be adornment for the you know, the paradise. You can see the rich people in this world they like jewelry and you know gold and silver and all those things, and most men don't have this thing. But in the hereafter, Allah will give them all the things for which these people they have described their akhirah. The Quran says, "You know, you have learned fiha min asar min dhab, wa yalbasuna thiyab and khudran, and they will put on wear clothes, green clothes, min sundusin, sundusin, wa istabrakin, from the fine thin carpet, and also you know, you know, sun, yeah, yeah, sundus and istabrak both are silk, both are silk, and the sundus." Thin and istabrak a little bit thick, so they will be they will be wearing green clothes, green clothes from the you know fine uh, uh, silks. They will wear green you know because robes uh, and uh, made from the silk, from the fine silks, and also they will have you know those heavy uh, you know. Five, you know, silks as well. To be the two types, both types of the silk will be there. So, dusan istebrak. Their clothes will be from both types. So, something thin silk and also something from the thick silk. I know those are all fine and you know, I the beauty for the people as possible. Okay, we don't understand how we cannot describe them. The thing is, really, people, the the place of paradise will be, you know, enjoyment there, eating, drinking, and and water. But even the body of the people of the paradise will be unknown, with the gold, with the silver. With the silk, you know, and all those things. Mustaqina fiha al araik. They were leaning there, al araik, on the sofas, you know, on the things which are, you know, kind of, you know, the coaches, on the coaches and on the on the sofa, they're leaning there. Neamat sabab. How good is the reward? Wa hasnat. You can see it. Coming in the contrast of what there's a sharab there. Now here is neamat sabab. How good the reward is. Because they don't get anything anyway. People of far, 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 only get the drink, and that drink, drink is so burning. So Allah said to them, "Be as a sharab. How bad is that drink? People of paradise, they get so many things: food, drink, and clothes, and everything. So Allah said, 'Ni'mat sabab. How good their reward? Wa hasunat murtafaka. And how good, how good is their place of resting? The place that they're going to rest, the paradise. How nice it is. So no doubt. Now we look between two things." So certainly, no doubt, only Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has given the full choice for the people whether they believe or they don't believe. But He also has explained properly, clearly, those who believe and they do good deeds, what will be their ending, what will be you know what will be the result for them, and those who don't believe and they disobey Him, what will be their ending? And this is the life to make your paradise of hellfire. This is the life. There is no other life for the people. So that Quran has made very clear. Now Quran is making bringing a new example. You know, for the two people, one of them have got two gardens. Why after this example is coming? Again, you know, same purpose I mentioned that the real thing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants for the people is that in this world, your knowledge is limited and your power is limited. So, sensible thing really for you is to listen the one whose knowledge perfect. Do what he commands you, because that is good for you, nothing else. And always understand the weakness, your weakness properly. If in this world you behave. And you know differently, and you don't take knowledge from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and you become arrogant on yourself that you know, you think you know everything, and you think that you can do everything. Certainly, it is not true; it is false, and the consequences will be very, very bad. So Allah is showing the example of this man, 
who has got two gardens, in nice gardens, and but what he think really is that the garden is a result of his his, uh, his knowledge, and the garden is a result of his effort, and he's so proud, arrogant of that. He no doesn't remember hereafter. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying that you see how and what happened to him. He did not realize that what can make a good garden, you know, what makes the garden good. People think there is a certain thing. If you certain procedure, if follow them, then you can have good garden, in nice grapes, and you know, and and a palm tree, and this and that, and you know. But they don't realize there are many, many more forces. They also can destroy them. You don't know these, these things. So what you think really they can make your garden good, you know, it is very little. There are many, many more things. See, if they come, they your after all your arrangement, the gardeners still can be destroyed. So that's why the right attitude should be: do your best. And refer the knowledge to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and trust in Him and don't be proud and don't be arrogant. You see, in our time, the what people, like most people are doing, like you know, when uh, most people, they are so happy with the, you know with, with their houses, with their cars, with their business, and all those things. And when you talk with them, they show that is all this are result of their effort. They made the effort. They have got the knowledge. That's how they got. And soon you can see very often Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala shows them. That you know you you don't control the things. Many things that you have got, they can actually cause problem for they can bring problem for you. So now Allah Subhanahu wa Taala bring me the story of this you know these two people very very amazing story very nice story really and it is so much lessons for our life in our time so much lessons for the people. Quran says وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلًا رَجُلَيْنِ لِرَجُلَيْنِ Give them or explain to them example of two people. Example of these two people everywhere can happen all the time. These two people are real, but these examples every time keep happening. جعلنا لأحدهما جنتين من أعناب وحففناهما بنخلين. For one of them, we made two gardens from the grapes. Two, you know, two vineyard. Two two gardens from the from the grapes. وحففناهما بنخلين. And then we surrounded them with the palm trees. How nice! How beautiful it is! The two gardens, both gardens are in front of grapes, nicely, you know, vineyard for, for the people are so beautiful and you know so fruitful. But at the same time, there are palm trees around that. So this adds to the beauty and also to, to provide the protection for for the garden. So that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala did, you know, this far. In Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we did. This is how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala jalna le yahadihima. We made it. That we have to understand really. The truth of the matter is in the material life, even material life, whatever people get, get because Allah does them. Because whatever effort you made, that's not enough to produce what you want, unless Allah wants. And even the effort that you made, this came from Him. So similarly, for example, like in this world, if you get a position, always so think Allah is the one who who gave you the position. If you get a degree from a university, always think Allah is the one who gave you it. You you it, your efforts are not enough to make it. The Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala makes it. So that why I think that one of them, I gave him, we gave him two gardens from grapes, anab, wa hafafna huma binakhlin, and then we surrounded them, you know, by the palm trees. Wa jalna bayna huma zara, and between both of them, we made also other farms, you know, other you know plants. They grow in many many things, green things, many vegetables, and all those things we make. So two gardens, mainly they are from grapes. And the palm trees are around that, and in between there are also other plants, green plants. So they can add the beauty, and also they can add the profit for the person. Kiltal jannatayni atat okulaha. 
both the gardens they gave their fruits because they become you know grow properly and they brought the fruit now they are ready to, you know re- ready that one can come and harvest them so they are ready for the for harvesting kiltal jannataini atat ukulaha both gardens they gave the fruit properly they could go there can see grapes are there palm trees are there and you know all the you know all the green things are there all the vegetables are there anything you want all are ready now it is ready to be harvested kiltal jannataini atat ukulaha walam tadlim min shay'a and they did not reduce anything they did not actually nothing was missing in that garden everything was perfect everything was complete nothing was missing وَفَجَّرْنَا خِلَالَهُمَ النَّهَارَ And in the between these two gardens, we also made, we know, a river. The water is coming there all the time, canal from there, between both gardens. The meaning is, you know, watering the garden was not a problem. So easy. So every single arrangement that you can understand to, to perfect gardens, Allah SWT made. Not one garden, two gardens. Two gardens, two things in, in human, for, hum, for human people, you know, is the really completion. That's why I say, Suzur Rahman is mentioned, وَلِمَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ Jannatan. For the people who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are two gardens. So for the human being, always something in pair is always completion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for him the complete thing is perfect thing is what? He's being alone. He's alone. He's independent. But for the people, because they're dependent, so they need always pair. So for humanity, always the beauty thing is always to be, have something in the pair. Like men, women, anything. Like gardens, two gardens, they are in a pair. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you know, Each garden, they gave their fruit, uh, you know, and uh, they were, nothing was missing. And we made a river and water in between both of the gardens. And this person, he also has got many types of other wealth as well. These two gardens, and beside the gardens, he also has got many other fruits. Summer here means many other income. He has got gold and silver and other incomes. He has got a big business. So beside the two gardens, he has got many other ways of income. So it means different types of the wealth. Gold and silver and business and trade. You know, he's a rich person. Now, seriously, this person, successful in worldly matter. People will think how successful he is. So this person with all the business, all the trade, all the silver and all the gold and all these two gardens and so complete gardens, Now, one day, he goes with his friend. The friend is poor, but he is a believer. The friend is a believer, pious person, obedient to Allah SWT, though he is poor. He does not have a you know, garden like that. And now, he, like how these are rich people are, rich people really want to show that how rich they are. So they want to show off, they want to show that how, how much money they have got. So now he takes his friend and walks with him around his garden. You know, come with me and see my garden. Now both are coming. فَقَالَ لِصَاحِبِهِ وَهُوَ يُحَاوِرُهُ أَنَا أَكْثَرُ مِنْكَ مَالًا وَأَعَزُّ نَفَرًا He said to his companion, when he was talking with him, I am more than you in the wealth. وَأَعَزُّ نَفَرًا I'm stronger than you in the group. Means I've got children, I've got sons, I've got party, I've got group, who people help me. In worldly matter, I'm much better than you. I've got more wealth than you, and أَعَزُّ نَفَرًا I'm more respected. I've got actually more, you know, more sons, more children, more group, more people who, Nafara means group, people who can help you. They can be your children, they can be, you know, people of your tribe, they can be your supporters, Azza Nafara. Do you see? I have gotten everything possible. Wealth is more, and I've got all the group and support and a big army. This really always happened to the people. 
people people actually make proud like that and see really and how they become mean when you talk with your your friend don't talk like that you don't want to hurt him but you see this person is so mean are so arrogant you know he's your friend talking with you maybe when he's not there you can say oh you send to him that you know i am you know more i have more wealth than you that how arrogant people become they don't care about anybody they hurt everybody so he hurted him so much so he says you know i have more wealth than you and i have got a more group you know more powerful more stronger people than you wadakhala jannatahu wa huwa zalimun li nafsihi and then he entered into his garden the quran has used the word jannatun singular and the first quran says he has two gardens because two gardens are his garden so you can use the word garden singular for the both gardens like is majid farda pun no kar sabda two houses the two houses are also your house so you can say your house do you have two houses so sometimes you use singular but you mean the whole thing whatever you have got to so jannat your garden doesn't mean only one garden means whatever garden you have got to so quran se dakhal jannat hu then he came his companion talking talking and until he entered to the garden wa huwa zalimun li nafsihi when he entered he was wronging himself in that moment he was not a good person you know he was wronging himself whatever he is going to say to him is going to harm him he was wronging himself wa zalimun li nafsihi qala ma adhunnu an tabida hadhihi abada he said i don't think that this garden ever going to be perished ever going to be destroyed i don't don't think like that you see how arrogant people are they become so arrogant they think they are going to live forever and they think that property that they worth they are going to survive forever so he said ma adhunnu an tabida hadhihi abada this thing really what kufr comes when people become proud of the money and proud of the worldly matters it leads them to become ungrateful and then real kufr comes and that was very much among arab people arab people used to be proud of their property of their sense when they used to make poetry against each other that how they used to see they used to be proud of their money their income and their children and their sons or this actually what this person do and this thing certainly makes people to become ungrateful and then and kufr comes you know this really happened for many many people you know i could see really you know some people they're so rich so many houses and one is you know i saw him talking with a muslim who was more pious than him and humiliating him in front of everybody you know or, and you know so much humiliation about that person this person and soon actually the person was proud or arrogant i've seen you know humiliation came so badly one cannot imagine i don't want to mention this thing always, arrogant people they really don't understand how things are If they own some house, so they think they own the whole world, and they think really now they are master of the world, and they think they are going to live forever. They can, they think they can control everything. They don't understand Allah is the one who controls. This person who I am talking about, harm came to to him from somewhere he could not imagine, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala harmed him so much, so much humiliation, people cannot imagine, and until now he is so humiliated. The honor is gone from him after all those houses, all those things. That how Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala does. This person, two gardens and all the things. You know, think properly. That how you know when you make your garden, you know think how much is yours. Even the earth is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Even the even the season in the weather is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Even the rain, who made the water, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Even this this natural you know uh, rule that you know the garden grows and become big, who made the rule? Allah made this. Who made all this? Did you make the rule? Did you make the rule that when you plant a seed, it become a tree? Did you make this rule? Who wrote this rule? Allah wrote this rule. You know, think really how the palm trees make. Who made? Who made this rule? Allah made. 
you know, how what garden, how garden works, and how the things work, it's all from Allah SWT. You should thank Him. And similarly, when you grow a garden, how much you do? Do you really know what can make a garden garden? You know very little. You do a little bit, and then Allah SWT grows this. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't happen. The people should always think that I did little, and Allah did more than me. Refer to Allah SWT. Thank Him. But this person was wronging himself. دَخَالَ جَنَّتَهُ وَهُوَ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ I have to remember, once I was in, in, in India, Lucknow, and one of the ministers in UP, where I, the state that I belong to, he said that we have got in our state so much water, if we don't have any water for 500 years, nothing will happen. And same year, there was drought in UP. And everybody started crying. Same, that drought happened, all these 500 years got. He said, for 500 years, if we don't have water, nothing will happen. And same year, drought happened, and everybody wake up with problem. You know, people have no idea really that how this world works. You have no idea. You know, you see the, everything going in your favor. You don't understand. If Allah puts only one thing, everything finish. He can just take your life really. He can make some, he creates a small problem, everything gone. I remember my teacher, Sheikh Abbas Abdul Sadi, Rahmullah Ta'ala, he went in 1960s or 1950, something around that time. He went to Burma. But, you know, you must be hearing the story of Burma. These are very much so many Muslims are, you know, become homeless and all the problems going very, very bad formerly. So Burma that time was very, very rich. And many, many Muslim families from India, they used to go and work there. They make their factories. They become very rich. Even my, my own maternal grandfather and all that, they used to be there. And they became very rich because of being there. So, and everybody so happy, actually, and many madrasas in India, they were supported by Burmese Muslims. They used to send money, and the madrasas used to get help. So mother, these people, they invited Sheikh Hussain to give his speech. And, and still now, people are like, those, those who attended his speech, they remember that. One somebody in my village who attended his speech, he used to tell me all the time. So Sheikh Hussain gave his speech, his speech there. And he reminded the Burmese Muslims that if you people just enjoy the life, and you are happy here, don't do da'wah, and don't, don't worship Allah Taala. then my eyes see that all the wealth and property you have got a prosperity, it will be taken away from you. And nothing will remain. He said like that, and then, you know, he, he came back. And within a few years, problem came really, the Indian Muslims were forced to leave. Some people died. They lost their factories, all the wealth, even my maternal grandfather and, his, and my maternal uncle, all these people, they somehow, they scared from there, they saved their life, and came there, leaving everything behind. Nothing was with her. They lost every single thing. Some change happened in the mind of the people there, and they forced all the Indians to leave, and everything lost. Same actually happened in Uganda. You know, you remember, actually, all Indians were forced. So much problem happened for India. Anything happened. Muslims in Spain, palaces and big buildings, and Allah SWT changed the condition, and what happened. All the time keep happening. Now, for the Muslims, we Muslims are living in the West, and enjoying the house, and building the, you know, houses and palaces and earning money and all that. Sometimes we are cheating and all those things we're doing. But we don't realize really that how long we're going to happen, remain. We have no idea if Allah if we don't thank Him and if we don't obey Him, how we can take away the space from the people. People have no idea. People go. Like in Syria, when I went to Syria, I stayed in a place and, uh, you know, nobody locked the door. The people go outside, they, they keep open. So I said, what happened? You, know, you drop in, then even the night, you don't close the door. He said, because nobody still said, no, no theft comes there. It's so peaceful and everything is so, so nice, so fine. And after a few years, you see, now what's happening is, the people living in such a peaceful life, now what's happening is, thousands of people have been killed. 
children have been killed, women have been dishonored, the people with millions of people homeless within day and night. People don't understand what is going to happen. Libya, you know, how the misprofit from there. It is such a risk, risk country, but now we can see how the problem is there. We don't know what is going to happen. We make dua, pray Allah to bring the peace everywhere in the world. But see how, that, how Allah does it. If people become arrogant, they cannot imagine. Qazafi, how arrogant he was. And then see how he has been killed. Saddam Hussein, how arrogant he was. And what was his ending. Same thing, in this world, people become, behave as their master. They really don't take lesson. That's why historians say one of the biggest problems of the history is that nobody takes lesson from the history. Nobody takes. People think it happened for the past, but not for me. It's not going to happen with me. History is the first take. If it happened to anybody else, it will happen to me. If I follow the footsteps of other people, I will face the same problem, same consequences with other people. Allah has no relation to, with me, no relation. If anybody did certain action and they have certain consequences, if I, I follow them, I will fear, face the same consequences. If people become arrogant and proud for doing nothing, it is not your body. And you are now arrogant that you produce, you are rich, you have got the big car, you have got the big palace, big houses, and you become arrogant and humiliate the poor people. I remember the same in Oxford, you know, same person, you know, he's so rich. So one you know, Muslim, poor Muslim said to him that, you know, I'm your brother. So, you know, no doubt, every Muslim brother. In front of me, he said, you are my brother. You know, how can I say it like that? Many you know, so, so poor, he was, you know, so rich. He even did not like from Muslim to say to him, I'm your brother. And then actually problem happened so much. In this life, actually, people see this humiliation. So many times people get up early morning and they're rich. And by the evening, they become poor. Wealth is taken away from them. I remember, you know, somebody near my village in India, and he had some relative, you know, in my village. Very, very rich person, very big palace, big house, you know, like, like a fort. Still now there is there. No children, nothing, alone, one person. And so much property in every village, everywhere, you know, he, was, he was the richest person in the whole area. But he was very miser. People of the madrasa where I used to study, they say, whenever we went to him to give any money, any, any donation, so he would give a donation in any envelope. So when we come and open it, only one rupee, nothing. There's so much saving the money. Then the people have no idea when we, I was there really. Somebody came, somebody somehow managed to enter his house and killed him. Killed him mercilessly and then nobody knew who killed him. And the person who killed him never took any money from him, nothing. He left every single thing, just killed him and, and left. And though the person we had a guard, think really. All the wealth he made, all the property he made, you know, he left behind, no son to inherit him. Then his relatives from far side, they came and they claimed and there was distribution and all the problem happened and they took this happy how things are. Life is short and whatever people get in the life is very, very temporary, very, very short. And for this temporary life, people become so arrogant and so proud and they humiliate other people. That is the story Allah wants to tell the people. That, you know, run, this world is run by me, by Allah alone. This world is not run by you. It is not your knowledge, it is my knowledge. It is not your property, my property. It is not your control of the forces, my control. I control, I make this happen. When you get something, you should thank me. Don't claim that you produce this. I produce. It is so simple, really. It is, it is really in, in somebody who is stupid who only can sing like that, I produce. Then no I here. Even you are not you. You are made by me. I am the one who made you. Your eyes, your, your abilities, your mind, your heart, every single thing given by me. If you have something good, thank me. If you don't have good, ask me. 
but don't pretend that you have it is lie when people say i am rich i have power i am knowledge it is it is lie so one of the no doubt it's very clear lie on the face of the earth when people think that i've got knowledge it is not your knowledge allah has given you when people say i have power it's not your power allah has given you it is big lie to the people when people say i have power you know we are powerful we are more powerful man ashadd minna quwwa who is more powerful than us allah said allah they say who are, who is more powerful than allah is more powerful and he destroyed people who are more powerful than you before and destroy you he will do this thing abu jahal with all arrogance what happened two young boys killed him this man so arrogant leader of quraish killed by who by two young boys nobody else musaylamar kadab this man he he prayed, he claimed that he is prophet big lie that he prophet he was killed by who by slave wahshi wahshi black slave he comes and he kills him and when he killed musaylamar then musaylamar slave slave girl shouts from the palace qatalahu al abdul wahsh habshiyo the black slave had killed him you are prophet you are messenger this is what happened to you big lie you are so arrogant this world people don't understand really is that people who, who you hate they can become your master you don't understand if you become arrogant always understand this properly really. this thing people keep doing mistake don't be arrogant of your knowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can, can, can take away the mind from you and people become mad don't be arrogant of your wealth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can leave you poor and even actually the many many women many people they are proud of their beauty and you know their their body allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can you know take away the beauty so quickly people can remove he can create any illness and the beauty is gone people are proud and arrogant is gone really any and sometimes i remember in my village somebody was really body builder very strong person and i liked him very much because i liked to be strong with the strong people so i used to walk with him and things that like friend i used to invite him to my house i was very young boy just that he was in a big mind very strong fight everybody defeat anybody and he does not care about anybody to once and he used to say that he can eat any amount of of, of food to once i want to test him so i said okay i'll invite you one day he went to a you know wedding party i knew that he, he eats a lot in wedding party he must eat a lot of food then i said to him okay now come to my house i see how much you can eat he had eaten food in the wedding party and then he came to my house and i, I brought to him you know roti in this party bread At, I remember right now at least 16 bread, 16 roti he ate. 16. I was really so much shocked that you know how much he ate. And this person who was very talk of the village, within a few years I came to know the Tulumul Lakhnau. Then I came back. I saw him thin, thin. Really, nothing is there on his body. Just thin person. There, all the you know things gone. Just the skin and the bone. Nothing really. No value in the world. Just walks alone. Nobody with him. Everything. All the beauty is gone. All the power is gone. I don't know really what what he did. how uh, maybe he did some arrogance finish and a few years he remained alive in very very bad condition you know no money people used to give him some charity to so he could uh, uh, live everybody left him nobody around him this is what happened this can happen to all of us if allah does not save us that why people not much need to go to him nothing is owned by us our mind owned by him our knowledge owned by him our body you know your body listen to him before listen to you simple thing really when you command your hand to when you lift your hand you command it it is really listen to allah ask his permission before listen to you if allah does not allow my hand i cannot lift it it's impossible my hand is more loyal to allah than me and i said in my hand my eye is more loyal to him more obedient to him than me if he command the eye not to see it never can see and if you have some time you have something in front of you and you looking you don't find 
Sometimes you, some things are in front of you and you ask looking everywhere and somebody comes and says, no, it is in front of you and you don't see. Like the story of Qatada, Qatada and the Amma Sadduzi. When people are arrogant, they say, Harkman. Qatada is a big imam, he's a pious person, he's a blind person, but he's one of the six players of the Hadith, very pious person, narrator of the Hadith, muhaddid, faqeeh, and mufassir, but arrogance is pride is pride. Once he was in the mosque and he said to the people, you know, I don't remember that anything which came to my mind, I ever forgot. Whatever came to my mind, I never forgot. Allah never liked this thing. Though he's a big mind, pious person, but he said, anything that came to my mind, I never forgot. And then he said to his slave, oh my slave, where are my shoes? He wanted to come out. The slave said, your shoes are under your arm. And then it was there. He, he claims that he never forgets anything, and shoes are under the arm. He's holding them, and he's asking his slave, where are the shoes? That thing really. It is more punishment for him because he's a big man. Allah wants to remind him, a pious person, don't be arrogant. This all the time keeps happening. Really. Don't trust in anything. Trust in Allah. Allah is more near to than your eye. Trust in him, but not in your eye. Trust in him, but not your knowledge. Trust in him, but not your ear. You can miss here, but not him. Trust in him before anything. Your ears, your eyes, listen to him before anybody else. When you grow a garden, Really, don't know really how, what you need to do to, to make good garden. You only do little. There are so many hundreds and millions of factors to make a nice garden which you don't know. Allah knows. He helps you. So, but this person, he was really not. He, he's not alone. Many people like that in this world. Like Karun, you know, where Karun, Musa said to Karun, you know, Ahsan, be nice to the people. He said, no, this is my money. I have given it money because knowledge. I have got certain knowledge. You know, I know what how money works. I know the law of business and finance and trade that I have made the money. And you say, I give charity, it's not from Allah. You know, it is me, I made the money. Then we made him to sink in dark with the whole house. He sunk there. Finish. That all arrogance. This person, really, it's frightening. Really. Now I'm saying this thing, but now I'm uh, fear. I have this fear. That this thing, what I'm telling out the story, can happen to me as well, to anybody. We really don't understand really that whatever you've got really is nothing ours. You know, I, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking. If Allah wants to take my mind, my brain from me, I cannot do anything. To only Allah's help. We have to ask Him alone. Trust Him alone. This person entered into the garden. He was wronged. Wrong himself. I don't think that this garden ever will be destroyed. I don't think. What are you thinking? Who are you to think? You think who you are that you are making all this thinking and I don't think and I don't understand. What you understand? Do you know the world? What you are thinking is? Do you, do you think properly? You see? That's how arrogant people, they give opinion about every single thing in the world. You, know, you have just two tiny gardens and you making this big statement. The first thing he said, you know, about gardens that I don't, they're going to start. Okay, it is your gardens. And then you make this statement, and I don't think our will come. Tell me who you are. Just by owning two gardens, now making this statement, who gave you authority? Who you are? That, you know, now you are two gardens, you are so, so arrogant, you think Qiyamah will not come, our will not come. And then you see how arrogant he is. وَلَا يَرُدِتُّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّي لَأَجِدَنَّ خَيْرًا مِّنْهَا مُنْقَلَبًا And if it happens, first it will not happen anyway, if it happen, then I will get a much better paradise than this garden. Tell me, where you got this knowledge from? Who gave you this knowledge? First thing, it will not happen anyway. When it's happened, 
that how 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 rich people are arrogant. They always think that in this, since in this world they have got more favor in hereafter also they get more favor. You know, always you know that uh, you know there uh, in Surah Maryam, you know, I was teaching last week, very similar to, to that. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.